And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday, Waffle Box, with your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Waffle Box, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing, all at the same time. Come on, come on, episode 58, we're talking about the gram. And especially Aqua-themed world record, Vengeance, starring BJ Novak, and so much more. I am Mike Fish, and I am joined, as always, by the main man, Sam Fran. It's Mr. Kush Hayes. Kush, how you doing, buddy? What's good, y'all? Kush Hayes here, coming to you with the best part of Wednesdays. It's the new Waffle Box. It's a new week. Mike Fish, I'm so excited to see you. I've been stuck in the Phantom Zone for the last five days and uh it was awful i don't think i'm ever going back and I, i'm so happy to be back here in in society with you and the rest of the serb squad i mean the phantom zone doesn't sound like a nice place to be it wasn't this week either so but uh that, that's sounds done. like something one of the marvel characters would go into to fight a bad guy it's a Superman reference, to be honest. Um, okay, so I'll yeah, yeah, that's, that's the intergalactic prison Kryptonians send their felons to. It's where General Zod escaped from. It's it's a whole thing. Yeah, that, that anyway, flying disc thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That mirror thing. We're like, oh, yeah, that thing. However, unlike that that place, I I drank top shelf booze and ate really well, but. I, I labored my fucking ass off too, and uh, I'm done. Was it free? The top shelf stuff you was drinking and the good food you was eating. Yep. I mean, oh, there you go. Soon there was a cost for everything, but it wasn't monetary. Like, so. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm back in fighting shape again. Like, you know, I've got some definition on the torso here. Got the best calves, muscles in the world. Like, mm-hmm. suns out, guns out, as they say. There you go, buddy. Oh yeah, so you're not you're not entering the Phantom Zone anytime soon. So you can enjoy your week or next mm-hmm. week. Well, more more work to come, and it, but it's the exciting work that we love, and it's with the it's with the local SF Giants, and uh, this is a uh, still more busy stuff to come, but uh, it'll be much better than where I was. But how has how has your week been, Mike Fish? What was life like out here in society? Sunny sunny warm mm. took the tv yeah, out some sun took the tv Ooh. out for a run um well not for a run just put it in the backyard and found out that the wi-fi reaches out there so i was watching tv outside in the sunshine it's wonderful so on sunday mm. i uh, kicked back had a couple of beers and watched england ladies win the european championship so we are now officially the best female football team in Europe, which basically means the second best team in the world. Behind your ladies, the old US of A. Damn you. Hey, oh, everyone loves a champion, though. We'll get you next year in the World Cup. You can stay cocky for one more year, USA. <sighs> yes, but my cockiness is in my ignorance that I don't know of this football you speak of. So I'm just like, oh, are we dominating some other shit? Cool. Eh, Soccer. I mean, why wouldn't we be? Yeah, Soccer. 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 Yeah, I'll, I'll put ten bucks in the air for soccer. There. Whoop. Beautiful. I need to keep to a rule three. Well, should we just kick straight into the show tonight? Should we just should we just kick straight into it? Jump into a player. So, Kush, do you do you do off do you do things for the gram? Do you do, do gram a lot of stuff? As the kids say, um, I'm not going to say that, but there's a Kush and Kai account where I try to uh, Instagram foreign movie posters of every movie I see in the theater. Um, with the movie we reviewed tonight, it's so indie-rific. There's only an American poster, and it's just one poster, too, at that. Like, but um, that's that's the extent of my game. Otherwise, like, little milestones on my personal account, like, here, here's a screenshot from the app that says I quit smoking eight years ago and all those deets. Uh, you, you've seen that. Um, Anytime I'm at like a big sporting event like the NBA Finals, you might catch a photo or two uh, up from Kush Hayes on that platform. But I don't, not too many big booty hoes for, for old Kush Hayes here. So you're more of a poster. You don't, you don't 
tend, you're not one of these people that sc- sits there and scrolls aimlessly through Instagram for hours and hours upon days. Not hours and hours, but after a while, just it all becomes the same thing. You know, oh, that's that pretty woman that I've still been following, and she is still very pretty. Uh, but she don't know me, and I don't know her, and it feels weird oh, after a while. My DMs, it's all. Um, <laughs> one thing I aren't you my DMs, bitch? Oh, 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 baby, baby, baby. I didn't mean to say that. I didn't mean to say. Oh, so beautiful. we don't we don't so use beautiful. that kind of language towards the ladies. So beautiful. Um, but yeah, one thing I I stopped pretty much stopped using it, other than to post. They got another podcast out. But because what I did, I follow all of these people, but I'm just scrolling through and it would just literally mm-hmm. be sponsored post or suggested post. And I was, I just don't know. I don't know any of these people. Why am I seeing all these people? And it's people? never in chronological order. It's never in like, chronological here's order. Here's a post from really four days ago. Here's off. a post from four minutes ago. Here's a post from four hours ago. Here's a post from a week ago. Here's a post from two hours ago. Because it would be the first post it shows me and I'll like like it and maybe leave a comment. Cool. But then I realized they posted it two weeks ago and now I look like a creep because it looks like I'm stalking their stuff. Anyway, so that's that was me. I hated Instagram for that. But apparently I am not alone. And the good people of the interwebs have spoken up and now Meta, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. Facebook, have finally uh, responded and said, nah, yeah, we, we were kind of just trying to be like TikTok and we messed up. So Instagram oh. says that it's pausing a rollout of new features on its app following backlash online from users, influencers, and celebrities, one of which was Kim Kardashian. And as we all know, everyone listens to Kim Kardashian because when she speaks, it goes into gospel apparently. I don't know why. Well, but... at least about Facebook and Instagrams for sure. Yeah, she's pretty. She knows what she's doing with that shit. Um, among new features was an increase in recommended video content in a similar style to rival app TikTok. So basically, everyone was like, if I wanted to be a TikTok, I'd fucking get TikTok. Be on fucking TikTok. Yeah. I'm on dumb. Instagram because I want to see photos of everyone else's meals or. And big booty hoes. Big booty hoes. And. You know, oh, social media coming around this time in a couple oh, of weeks. Kittens. In a couple Lots of weeks, of social media, especially like Facebook and Instagram, are going to be a nightmare because all it's going to be, especially if people of my age or all the friends that I have, it's just going to be first day back at school photos, first day back oh. at school photos, first day back. I, I don't, no offense, but if I'm a personal friend of yours and I'm looking into the camera, so you know I'm being serious here. If I'm a close personal friend of yours and we're on Facebook together, I don't care about your kids first day at school. I didn't care about it last year. I didn't care about it the year before that. But like, mm. it's a kid in with a nice haircut. Ooh. And maybe a new bag. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. <sighs> to all my Facebook friends, I like seeing your kids' first day of school pics. I'm just like, yeah, look at them grow. Look at your um, life, people. You're doing fantastic. Keep it up. I'm proud of you. All the folks I grew up with. Now you got your own kids. Good for you. Anyway. So. <laughs> so um, Instagram boss Adam Mazzeri told The Verge, which I don't know what The mm-hmm. Verge is, but it sounds pretty official, um, that the test version of the revamped amp would be phased out within weeks, mm-hmm. saying, I glad, I'm glad we took a risk. If we're not failing every once in a while, we're not thinking big enough or bold enough. Yeah, mm. get that? Hmm? He said, but we definitely need to think. I don't know why he, I think he talks like this, but we definitely need to think, take a big step back and regroup. Hmm? When we've learned a lot, then we come back with some sort of new idea or iteration. So we're going to work. We're going to work through that. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I really like your impression. Um the Verge is also a cross between IGN and Vice. It's a it's a little weird middle ground there. So yeah, the, the Verge is a legit source for certain subjects. This is uh, one of them. Oh, I wasn't claiming it wasn't legit just because I haven't heard of it. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, just just I'm, explain I'm... to you what I know about it. Um, but he had previously posted a video explaining the move towards video. Ironically, you know, people were bitching mm-hmm. about too many videos on Instagram, so he posted a video. You know, maybe that's not a good idea. 
Um, but saying that full screen videos would be promoted over photographs. But after some backlash, he followed it up with a series of tweets saying he wanted to continue supporting photos. Hashtag stand with photos. Mm-hmm. So yeah. finally, hopefully, and I did actually check today, actually went through my Instagram feed and it's actually photos of people I know rather than sponsored big booty hoes. Hashtag sponsored big booty hoes. <laughs> well, so, you know, Instagram isn't sponsoring any of my big booty hoes, but uh, you know, I don't mind videos, but again, don't suggest shit to me. I'll, I'll find that stuff for myself. Thank you. All right. And usually it's, it's stuff I definitely don't want to see. That's usually stuff I definitely don't want to see for whatever reason that you guys decided I needed to see. So stop doing that shit. Otherwise, the platform's just fine. I understand your your fan base as far as comments is a little less desirable, but anyway, I like posting foreign movie posters and uh, large milestones. That's that's my jam. And then I like looking at big booty hoes and kittens. Lots of kittens. You can get, there must be an account that services all of your needs like women with big booties with kittens probably but i you know i like to keep my hoes and my kittens apart yeah you know you gotta be in the right mood for either one of those you know it's, it's kind of like you know I, I like i like burgers i like donuts i don't want to donate my burger that'd be madness I mean, the Luther Vandross is pretty good, dude. It's messy, but it's pretty good. You, you would, you would probably like that. Was that a thing? That is a thing. A, a donut is the bun. It's cut in half. It's got a. It's called the Luther Vandross. Got a couple Vandross. burger patties. It's got a, so, melted cheese. I think there's a fried egg in there. Uh, definitely bacon, of course. Got to have like stacks of bacon on it, and then probably a bunch of other shit I'm forgetting. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a real thing. Why is it called the Luther Vandross? Luther Vandross was a big fat R&B singer. And then for a minute, he was a svelte, skinny guy. And I was going to say, he just was he wasn't the same. I remember Barry White being he, big. Was Luther Vandross Wow, big he's probably smaller than Barry White, but still. We're, we're not, we're not, this isn't a contest, Mike Fish. I'm just reporting the facts here. There's a time when the man was fat and everyone loved him. Then he went skinny and not so much. And then he went back and fat and everyone loved him. And, but then he died. But that was, that was like his jam. He, he loved risky take. Uh, rumor on the streets is he loved that burger all right peasy um from one tech story to the next this one caught my attention because it blew my mind um so you're familiar with the the phrase or the thing conjoined twins right Mm -hmm. so these two twins or one one twin how was that would you say two twins or one set of twins, like a pair of socks. They're a set of twins and that, that are siblings and or brother and or sister. Beautiful. So this set of twins mm-hmm. were joined at the head. So there's like one connect they were connected like the forehead type oh, thing. But they were like they were like no, but they were like on top of each other. So you, you couldn't walk because then the other one would be basically doing a headstand, which wouldn't be very they- comfortable they can probably walk but it's still not not efficient but you just walk yeah, until the one up top gets dizzy then you have to swap places <laughs> no it's it's a lot of hunchbacks you know like, but again there aren't too many hallways so usually someone's probably shuffling backwards and the other one's guy and like oh no on your left on your left <laughs> now that horses i guess because they're like seeing at the side but i don't know Anyway, I mean, your peripheral vision is shot for sure. Anyway, rather than mocking them, making fun of them, I'll talk about them. So these two Brazilian twins were joined at the head, have been successfully separated with the help of virtual reality. Three-year-olds Bernardo and Arthur Lima underwent surgeries in Rio de Janeiro with direction from Great Ormond Street Hospital in London. So... The team spent months trialing techniques using virtual reality projections of the twins based on CT and MRI scans. And it was described by surgeon uh, Jelani as space age stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's dope. like, so they kind of virtually reality, they had like goggles on 
And so the Brazilian yeah, doctors and, and the London doctors were basically doing surgery together in two different countries. Like, mm-hmm. That's so cool. It's pretty amazing, man. But yeah, speaking about the VR aspect of surgery, Mr. Jelani told the PA news agency, it's just wonderful. It's really great to see the anatomy and do the surgery before you actually put any children at risk. So yeah, the, the, it was it was a practice run. They they just kept training over and over again for this man. That's amazing. So they had um, total of seven surgeries involving wow. more than twenty seven hours of operating time for just for the final operation including wow. 100 medical stuff. But they are now separated. They can now do their own thing. But mm-hmm. God damn. Well, now they have to recover. And... That's exciting. Yeah, that's very encouraging. There was a time when, like, you were just, again, I wasn't joking, dude. They, 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 have, they can walk, but they, life would have been incredibly stressful and awkward for them. Like, there's no wheelchair for that. There's no, like, well, this week you get to rest on the table and I'll push it. Like, no, like, it's a disability. So, uh, and that's just one of them. Like, people get conjoined to all sorts of various body parts. What are going to be the worst body parts to be joined at? Probably the head. Yeah, probably the head. What about the butt? Like you, the, I mean, that's more or less likely the hip. No, no I'm talking about the you'd butt. You'd probably be better. Like, yeah, that's not a thing. Like when one poops, it just goes into the other. Yeah, that's not, that's, that's thankfully not been a thing. That's okay. That's thankfully not been a thing. However, my favorite Siamese twin Same stripper, myself. Siamese twin, is not the not the correct nomenclature. My favorite uh, conjoined twins are a set of strippers named Lefty Lucy and Righty Tidy. You have a favorite set of conjoined twin strippers? To be fair, it's they're awesome. the only conjoined twin strippers. Oh, but. I was going to say, are we, are we going to have a Kush Hayes top five? Mm, maybe. Maybe. I bet we could I bet we could scrape one together. So, sorry, was it lefty, loosey, and righty, tighty? Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, they were feeling good about themselves because they're your favorite conjoined twin strippers. And now oh, they just I found was out. I feeling good about them. Now they just found out they, they won by default. Oh, they, they knew. They knew. They knew. I mean, they, they saw a gap in the market. They went for it. Hats off to them. Um, speaking of good, good strippers. Segue. Good segue. Speaking of strippers, strippers cost you a lot of money. And you know how you can get a lot of money? By playing the lottery. So let's find out since the Mega Millions was over billion $1 dollars. billion. Dollars, let's find out the answer to the question. Everyone. Has been wondering. Has Mike won the lottery? Did I fuck? That was Has Mike won the lottery? Wait, what? Was that English? No, no, I blame. No, I blame English. I said, did I fuck? I was to say no. It, it, oh, oh, oh. Did you fuck? You didn't. No. Fuck. That's not good. I was oh. just crying myself to sleep. Because oh. I didn't, I didn't um, even get like one number. That's awkward. I bought several tickets this time. I know you always fall into that trap. You buy more tickets when the price is higher, but not, not a sausage. Do you understand mm-hmm. that? But does that does that travel to the American ears? Not a sausage. Mm-hmm. If so, so if someone says they got not not a sausage, then nothing. Mm-hmm. They didn't get anything. Not mm-hmm. even a sausage. Not only did Mike Fish not win the lotto, but he's not getting laid regularly either. This is, or, this is I have terrible no news today. No sauce. Here, 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 here. There we go. Next week, buddy. Next week. That could be a good rap album, Sex and Sausages. Mm, sure, sure. That's doing good. I got all the sex and sausages that I need. Etc. Okay. Uh, anyway, okay. that's uh, okay. 
let's uh, wrap up this car crash of the first half of this week's episode uh, by enjoying a little bit of world record talkage. It's this time Ooh. for this week's Dumb World Record of the week. Why? Why? Why would I? Why? 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 Why would you want to do that? Uh, oh, let's see if I can go another week without Khalees realizing that I'm sampling her song without giving credit. Okay, she might yell at me like she did at Beyonce. Although that'd be good publicity. That'd be good if she went, fuck you, Beyonce, and fuck you, Waffle Box Podcast. And people would be like, what do I know this Beyonce? Well, what's this Waffle Box Podcast? And so we suddenly get sons of listeners. It's all part I of my guess. evil plan. It's all part of my evil plan. Oh, oh my. Ah, uh, this week's Dumb World Oh, my. Do you like, how, how's, how's your memory, Kush? Have you got good memory? Not so much. It's been, I've been pretty overwhelmed this month, dude. Yeah. Bad memory. All right. What do, how about you, Dick? Do you like do you like playing with deck of cards? Yeah, I, I, I've been known to shuffle a deck of cards or two. Well, this gentleman um, combined the two things that I've just been talking about. And he had, with an, this man with an impressive memory, this article reads, broke the Guinness World oh. Record in Florida, of all places, by memorizing the order of a deck of cards and sorting a second deck into the same order of the first as the first one. Now you're thinking, hmm, okay, uh, what's uh, what's the catch here? Because there's normally a catcheroo here. Um, so mm-hmm. this man, Nelson Dellis, did this in a time of two minutes and twenty-two seconds, only in the Guinness World Record, but fastest time to arrange deck of cards, uh, memorized, but. Mm-hmm. As you all know, there's, no, there's, there's a catch. There's, there's always something else. There's one more level we need to go. Because just memorizing a deck of cards and then shuffling another deck of cards is not good enough. It's not good enough. We need more, Nelson. So this man memorized a deck of cards and shuffled a second deck of cards into that same order in two minutes and 22 seconds. Huh. Underwater. <laughs> of course he did. I mean, space was... They were all booked up in space. He had to do it underwater. Like... So yeah, so apparently, so this guy, so what this thing was, so he, they gave him a deck of cards, he jumped into the water, whilst underwater, he had to flash through the first deck of cards, and then, yeah, they probably all stuck together, right? And then he had to jump out of the water, they gave him a second deck of cards, and he had to put them in that right order. Two minutes, 22 seconds. It's impressive, but why? So definitely a but why category. This is one of those things where like, what were you doing when you came up with the idea that you needed to do this? Because you didn't have to do this. Like there isn't there isn't some dude in your town that stole your girl who specialized in this. Like, I'm going to fix that motherfucker's brakes right now. Like that girl loves (laughs) underwater card shuffling. Yeah. Like, what is the motivation behind this? What 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 inspired you to do this and do it so so here's my theory Hmm. i reckon this guy's got a very good memory obviously so he was like Mm -hmm. doing this at home he was just read 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 and then got second deck of cards and he did it oh awesome i'm really good at this and so he looked up the world record and i reckon i haven't done the research on this but i reckon the world record for memorizing a deck of cards and then shuffling the second deck of cards and says first same order as the first deck of cards above ground He's probably very quick. So he was like, oh, okay. I can't do it that quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. what, else, uh, what about underwater? And then he was, oh, I can, I can beat that time. And then that's where he came in. Funny enough, though. I can tell you this. He's not a gambler. And if he ever was, no casino house in the world is going to allow him in. Like, he's just going to read the entire deck. There it is. No, oh, yeah. If he walks it's into a casino. It's not down. illegal, but they don't like it. <laughs> He walks into the casinos. Like, any requests? Uh, yeah, can I? Have you got a, a, a tank of water that I can sit in? <laughs> you got a doing... dolphin pool <laughs> I can play in. I need to be wet from head to toe. While I can only play stuff. Texas Hold'em in a dolphin pool. Check. 
Um, Ooh, hit me. <laughs> there we go. Underwater World Series of Poker. Make it happen, ESPN. Let's do that. Twitch. That's going to be the newest Twitch Twitch uh, trend. Well, they already have women in bikinis just sitting in hot tubs talking on Twitch. I just still don't understand that. You know, I like, I like the fairer sexes. I need to watch Twitch more. Fairer of the sexes. But mm-hmm. I don't understand going to Twitch just to watch someone in a bikini. Don't get it. Don't get it myself. There's better websites. They're a fashion enthusiasts. Fashion enthusiasts, Mike. Uh, but to wrap up this story, uh, funny enough, in the no shit Sherlock category of quotes, Nelson Dellis said that the most difficult part of this world record attempt was learning to hold his breath underwater. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's a very key aspect as well of this record. So I'm glad he did. I mean, technically, if I mean he, you, you, I think you lose all consciousness after seven minutes. So that that's always the window. Yeah, that's, and, it's, it's, you know he, it's he's still in under five when you die. He went well under five, it does mm. uh, hinder your chances of breaking a world record. Your and your memory is very not very good when you're dead. Yeah, you're not going to be cool counting those cards uh, any faster if you, you stay under there under seven minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there you go. Two minutes twenty-two. Well done. Well done. I guess. But that wraps up the first top of this week's Waffle Box episode fifty-eight. My God, we're almost at sixty. Uh, still to come, we have a BJ Novak themed middle of the show quiz. We've got the trapdoor. Mm. And then we've got a review of Vengeance coming up for you. So stay with us. We'll be right back after this short break. Hey, thanks for sticking with us. You're a star. You're the MVP. Um, still to come. Vengeance. BJ Novak takes vengeance. I haven't seen the movie myself, but Kush Hayes is going to, <laughs> to review it. But I'm assuming BJ Novak speaks like this because it's vengeance. But I could be wrong. Um, I get that reference. Thanks. Short answer, no. Oh. Uh, but let's test Kush's knowledge on BJ Novak. In this week's middle of the show quiz. Middle of the show quiz. Well, we're going to go back to a classic uh, this week. We're going, to give, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock rather than doing the best of five. We're going to give you 30 seconds to see how many things that you can name. So I'm going to give you a subject about BJ Novak. Okay. And you have 30 seconds okay. to name as many things as you can. So, oh. checking out his Wikipedia page. Obviously, sure. BJ Novak is a very talented young man where he's a, an actor, a writer, producer, mm-hmm. director. He does it all. Does it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is primarily under his acting side. So, out of... I should do a count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, there are 12 things that BJ Novak has acted in, in a movie. Oh, in Jesus, a movie. really? In a movie. Not, so, not, not counting The Office or anything like that. Movies. Mm-hmm. Movies. Out of those 12, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to name as many movies that BJ Novak has starred in. And your time, Mr. Hayes, starts now. Well, first off, you are very smart to keep this to 30 seconds because I ain't got I got the office. I got the new vengeance. I yep. bet he's been in some Jet Apatow movie. So I'm gonna say like this is 40 or or possibly even knocked up. Bing two. Um okay. Um think yeah. think Quentin Tarantino. 
Brad Pitt was in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, in, in Insufferable Bastards. See, Glorious Bastards, I'll give you that one. Inglorious Bastards. Three. three out of 12. That's like 25%. That's not bad. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised other. I got, if you hadn't hit, give me the hint, that would have been less. And I still um, watched the name. Anyways. Yeah. Insufferable Bastards was the, the prequel. Um, <laughs> so the nine that My you next missed. Guess was, or what was your next guess? Intolerable Bastards. Oh, yeah, that's that's the sequel. Um, so we had Unaccompanied Minors, classic. Um, Rain Over Me. The Smurfs. The okay. Smurfs 2. Sad. The Dictator. Okay. The, yeah, yeah. The Internship. Saving Mr. Okay. Banks. The Amazing Spider-Man oh. 2 and The Founder. Mm-hmm. He was in The Founder, that's right. He was the one who was like, you're not, you're not in the burger business, you're in the real estate business, Michael Keaton. Yeah, that's right. That she is. The mm. That's a shame. That's a good movie too, by the way. That's one of the few movies where I'm just like, why am I rooting for the bad guy here? What the fuck? The <laughs> Founder was a very good movie. Oh. Well, I, I have to say, I reckon... My theory is if it was anyone else, maybe someone else could have done it, but Michael Keaton is a very good actor. I think if it was anyone else, I wouldn't give a shit. But Michael Keaton... Michael Keaton's a very good actor, but the entire time, the the, the McDonald's brothers are being kind of like just... I mean, it's nice that they have their boundaries. Like, hey, man, we just like our little restaurant here in, in Sacramento or wherever they were, but it's like, no, this man wants you to do better. And like... You can still have your restaurant in Sacramento there, but like he's just trying to make you lots of money. He's gonna make you a lot of money if you play ball. And there's like, you know, like you don't have to do nothing. And spoiler alert, they boned them in the end. And they didn't and boned them in the end. They lost a lot of money. Because or watcher, you may have heard of this thing called McDonald's. It's pretty big. Pretty, pretty big. Uh, but let's uh, move on before we get back to BJ. Uh, this week's section where we're going to take four things from a subject and delete one of them from existence. It's time for this week's Trapdoor. Speaking of Spider-Man, the amazing Spider-Man 2, since BJ Novak was in that, this week's Trapdoor segment focuses around Spider-Man or Spider-Man villains. Dun, 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 dun. So I'm going to list up four famous Superman villains, and we have to work out which one's the worst one, and then we'll cut it loose. But give me the Trapdoor okay. segment. So the four Those are Spider-Man traps. villains. Spider-Man villains. Copy that. So we have Venom, mm-hmm. the Green Goblin, mm-hmm. Mysterio, mm-hmm. or Morbius. Mm-hmm. Those are the and four. These are, these are just movie villains, or just in, in Spider-Man in general villains. Just because I'm not overly super familiar with the original literature we'll go through uh movie adaptations so the movie versions of these so venom green goblin mysterio morbius so obviously morbius starring starred as jared leto venom was tom Mm -hmm. hardy uh green goblin was um william defoe and mysterio Mm -hmm. mr gillenhall Oh, well, there's no way well, we're I getting rid of William Defoe. I didn't even write those down. I'm very proud of myself because normally my memory is very bad. Good for you, Skinny. So, know. what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Well, we're definitely not getting rid of William Maybe Defoe. Maybe should I have okay, some tense music since we just signed nah. someone's fate? Like, I mean, if you got it on you, you can do that. Sure. I, I, I tend to go off on this one. Here we go. So we've decided. So, oh, Venom, Green Goblin. Yeah. Mysterio Morbius. Again, we're uh, again we're not getting rid of William Defoe, so he's he's off the chopping block. Um, 
insane. Mysterio, I thought was kind of a whack ass mm-hmm. villain, but it was still in a movie that made over a billion dollars. So I think we should just keep him anyways. Like there was, and there was consequences for his actions in the next Spider-Man film that that carried over despite how quickly they dismissed everything and just moved he, into the plot is of a a Spider-Man No Way Home. Villain, but they did it very well, I thought. Mm-hmm. They did it. Like, yeah, it was good. It they, was they like, especially the scene of, I mean, there's many, but my favorite one was where that that's scene where he tricks Spider-Man into giving him the glasses and then he gloats mm-hmm. afterwards. That's a fantastic sure. villain scene. It's a good heel turn segment if we we have you're in okay. the wrestling business. Well, then we agree that he's 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 not getting dropped. I think he's so. Now we come to Venom, and as much as I hate not only Venom the character in the comics, but I hated the idea of the movies. I still have not seen the first Venom, but you know what? I did see the second Venom, and I didn't hate it. I don't ever want to see it again. But I was just like, all right, I. I this isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. So it's also staying like Venom having his coming out of the closet party at a rave is one of the funniest things I've seen in any movie. And I'll put that up against most things. So that leaves us to Jared Leto's Morbius. 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 Um, It's Morpheus. It is not Morbin time, kids. In fact, the only good thing to come out of Morbius is the meme. It's Morbin time. But it's it was a boring film. I think they edited it way after even they filmed everything because just things with COVID got weird. But um, it's one of the few films that I've ever fallen asleep in. So, so long, Morbius. There we go. Oh, that was seamless. It's supposed to. Be... Oh, anyway. but yeah. Like I couldn't even. I could, I could tell you why you should watch Venom Two, dude. In fact, I just told you Venom why to watch is a Venom very 2, good. but there isn't, I, was it there's bring, nothing in Morbius that I would say, like, you got to go back and see that. Like, it's even got a sunset vet in um, uh, Al Madrigal. Woody Harrelson. Ma- Al Madrigal grew up about four, five, six blocks away from where I went to high school, but I couldn't, like, nah, it's not a good movie. Morbius stinks. Plus, I'm, I, 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 I'm struggling to think of a movie role where I was like, I'm not necessarily they're all bad, but I just can't think of a movie role where I'm like, Jared Leto was great in that. I don't think he was bad in it. I don't think it was his fault. It's just not a good movie. Like, I don't think I've seen Jared Leto be uh, be bad in anything, even even House of Gucci. Interesting direction. I'm, I'm not took, saying he's bad. I didn't hate he, that. He's never blown me away. I liked him a lot in um, Fight Club, not Way of the Gun, but Fight Club, sure. That's if you're petty, sure. That's a good scene too. But uh, <laughs> Lord of War, he plays Nick Cage's brother in that show, and he, he's he's really good. Speaking of oh, which, the whole thing with the uh, WNBA player that's in Russia, there there's a negotiation going on. Well, the Russians are like, yeah, we'll we'll send back this woman, but Give us, give us the guy Lord of War is based on. Uh, and like, oh my god, uh, like that's, that's a serious heavyweight contender. What if we just like, you know, like for like, since the WNBA players weighs maybe like a we should send them pounds, a case of Lord of War Blu-rays for the WNBA player. I mean, that's fair. I think. Yeah, true. Yeah, or at least, or at least, how about his weight in in Lord of War? blu-rays we'll get them dvds too okay yeah. all region free region free and uh oh 4K, yeah because that, that would, discs too that wouldn't go well if, if, if vladimir putin one. <laughs> got all of these dvds and he waits it in he's like can't play this world war three would absolutely start oh. uh, based on like they sent us region one region one get me the button give me the button bitch Ah, it's nice it's fun there, to talk about World War Three. Um, speaking of, you know, if Vladimir Putin did get Region One DVDs sent to him, he would want vengeance. Ooh, that was a good segue. Yeah, it was. 
and so now let's talk about Vengeance, starring BJ Novak in this week's Gushes Movie Review. Gushes Movie Review. One of these days, I'll get a new voiceover for that one, rather than a generic, totally obviously that's an AI doing that voice. Oh. Anyway. If there are options, I mean, I don't hate it, but if there are options, I'm open to hearing what there is available. But anyway, BJ Novak's Vengeance. It's not just he stars in it, he wrote and directed it. This is produced by the Blumhouse Films Association. You know Blumhouse, they do all the horror movies for super cheap and make mad profit off of it. This isn't one of them. There's um, there's, This isn't a horror film, but there are horrific elements to it. Um, but the, everything is way off, way off screen, and you don't really need to use your imagination. The worst thing that has happened in this film is a, a young girl has overdosed on um, some opioid, and it's 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 not even uh, confirmed that she might. Uh, a brother thinks that she may have been murdered, despite what the police report is. So we meet B.J. Novak. You know him from The Office. He played Ryan, the intern, and uh, and the entire and list of films might just for us. Knocked up, rain over me, mm-hmm. in indecisive bastards, the Smurfs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm also I'm also surprised how often unaccompanied minors comes up. I've never seen it, but I was like, okay, I I it guess sounds... that's the new Home Alone. Oh yeah, but they just like a, it's like the Avengers of Home Alone, like they all mm-hmm. unite. And they go to town on these people. Have you seen it? No. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, not important. Not important. Uh, we meet BJ Novak, and he is one of those uptight, up his own asshole New Yorkers that thinks way too highly about himself. I mean, he's got a pretty sexy resume, dude. Like, you know, and he's got all he's got a blue check mark. And he, he's a writer for the New Yorker. Like he, he's got everything going for him, but he's just miserable. And he's just like texting bitches all day long. And just like, Rah. like all these chicks want me and I want them, but life sucks anyway. Rah. Um, one night he gets a phone call from a man who is crying, played by uh, Boyd, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, the, the gentleman from Logan. He was also in Narcos. I forget his name right now. Do you remember Logan? Yep. The bad guy in Logan. The blonde dude with the hands. I think his name is Boyd Holbrook. While you're looking that up for me, thank you. Um, This gentleman is crying. He's like, hey, man, I got the worst news you're ever going to see. Your girlfriend is dead. He's very confused by this news. Meanwhile, there's a half-naked woman already in his bed. He's like, Boyd Holbrook? Uh, Boyd Holbrook, I believe is the name. Again, this bad guy in Logan. Okay. I, I, anyway, I actually don't uh, remember the bad guy in Logan. All I remember is the ending scene. The dude with the mustache. When 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 he's being buried and there's the crucifix mm-hmm. and then the kid turns it sideways so it makes an X for X men. Still gives me shit. I shivers. giggled. I giggled at that shit. Um, did you see Narcos? I did not. Okay. Well, he's the white guy in Narcos. Anyway, moving forward. Um, despite BJ sounds like a cereal for snitches, narcos. (laughs) Now with cinnamon, you a narc. (laughs) If you like snitching on your friends, don't do that on an empty stomach. Yeah, have a bowl of narcos. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, hombre, shut up. Ah. Instead of BJ Novak just saying, hey, man, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And I don't know who this dead chick is. Like, he ends up getting guilted into getting on a plane and going to middle of nowhere, Texas, where uh, he attends the funeral of this chick that he actually did hook up with once. And for whatever reason, like, she was super stuck on him. Like, there's there's photos of him all over the place. Um, you know, when you go to a funeral, and, like, there's a giant memorial photo there. Like, it's it's a photo of just him with a, a glass of whiskey and an ice cube. And she's just like kissing his neck. And it's like, it's 
it's very out of place but it's like oh okay that's that that's the thing yeah, that that's happened. a weird photo so anyway again the police report says this woman od'd from opiates but her brother has got uh just a gut feeling that she was murdered and um bj novak is a he's trying to be a podcaster i don't know why he's trying to get into that game but hey money is money and if game. he can get paid for it why not um so he decides to come up with a podcast about like hey i only i, I met this chick a couple times i ain't seen her in how long and all of a sudden she died her family brought me up for the funeral all this like this is going to be his narrative he's just going to break down to the world what happened to him and then we went on this investigation and he's expecting it it's like you know through trial and error like eventually it'll just be uh, you know the brother will just be proven wrong that she wasn't murdered that she actually did have like a, a pill problem and that that should be the podcast that you know instead of people just accepting facts they make up this this weird fantasy thing that happened to distract them from it that's the that's the plot of it as we get into the investigation and into the movie and into the texas uh texas isms that bj novak is the fish out of water for and all all of those scenes are incredibly funny um there might be a little bit more to this it turns out she might have actually been murdered and then like it just gets deeper and deeper not going to go any further than that i enjoyed the hell out of this movie this is one of those enduring indie-rific films that you get in august that is maybe one of the best films of the summer but because it's only gonna be in like 200 theaters no one's really gonna see it it's it this this episode drops on a wednesday this movie came out last friday this movie will not be here thursday eight days from now this movie will be out of theaters in eight days so everybody should absolutely see this if you like it a good suspense you like a good comedy you like a good mystery and you just like, you know, some indie filmmaking. Um, this was a fantastic movie. It's one of my favorites of the summer. Might even be of the year. Uh, five out of five. Five out of five? Five out of five. It, I, I would shave five to seven minutes off of it, but I enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, I, Of the six people in the theater, I cackled like a bastard, the loudest at all the parts that were funny. And then, you know, the parts that were serious, I was just like, where are we going with this? Please, I, I need more give it to me you know like i absolutely i don't think i'll see this in the theater again but uh i would absolutely love to own this on itunes do you reckon this is going to be one of those you know the small time indie movies that come out of left field around awards award show time no i don't think i think this is going to go under everybody's radar i don't think this will get nominated for any gold trophies in february um but it's a fantastic film. B.J. Novak is a fantastic writer, as he's proven on The Office, as he's proven with this. I believe this is a directorial debut, but even if it isn't, he he told the story he meant to tell, dude, and it was really good. And um, I'm satisfied with like a lot of it. Again, like 9.99 out of 10. Oh, hats off to you, B.J. That's one top-notch B.J. If you're if if you're a Texan and you love Texas and you love to see people be awkward that are not used to Texas, this is your fucking movie. <laughs> so you only, you'd only shave five minutes off of that. So so what you're Maybe saying? Maybe seven. Yeah. There's there's a small lull in it where I was like, I don't. We don't need this scene. We 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 don't need this. this is just steering away from. We could we could, we should still be going forward. We should still be going forward. Stop this side track. So there was nothing sloppy about this BJ, what you're saying. This this BJ work. Oh, you. Normally, I give every sloppy BJ a five out of five, but no. This is a good one. If you're into that kind of thing. So congratulations. Um, As always, we do wrap up the show uh, with a a feel-good story. So, you know, I'm going to cleanse the mind after that filth that I was just talking about. Um, but before we do that, let's you know, let's get the plugs in. Let's get the plugs in, baby. Um, obviously, you can follow us on all our social medias at Wafflebox Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and even Instagram, where you probably can follow us. You probably won't even see a single thing we do because you'll just get those big booty hoes just post. 
Uh, but do it anyway, for funsies. Um, obviously, if you are listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff, you can see the video version as well. Uh, go to our YouTube channel. If you are watching us, you can also do the listening version. You can do both at the same time. Give us double listens. We don't mind. We don't judge. Go to enjoywafflebox.com for all the links. And of course, you can go to extrawaffle.com for extra bonus content where last week we did dive into the Vince McMahon saga. Ooh. Um, Has there been anything extra out of that? Like, have you been following it? Like, I haven't heard anything extra on Twitter and like, oh my God, Raw was the most different thing ever this week. I haven't heard anything like that. Oh, and we're now no, into Wednesday. In, to the contrary, Raw was very good um, and very different. There was, I mean, we'll go into it, but there was. Okay. Okay. Well, that's how out of the loop I still am. Though. Yeah. But the, the only thing Vince McMahon related is that the, the, the SEC is still investigating. So, it's sure. still a yeah. to be continued on that. And guess what? He could always come out of retirement. Ric Flair did it 14 times. Uh, Terry Funk did it 27 times. It's not unheard of. Ric Flair had his 16th last, last match. match ever over the weekend. And I, it, heard, it, it, I heard. Rough. I hope he. I hope he is the last one. Jesus Christ. For his own TBD. Uh, anyway, Cochet's also does many 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 podcast projects one of the good folks at the syrup squad got to look forward to on the boz net family this coming week so i usually plug the microdose no microdose this week kids i i'm sorry i, I failed you I, i'm trying to get you 52 of them but we're, we we have to skip this one it was just a consequence of everything that has been happening so just eh, you'll excuse me but we'll be back the week following with more microdose goodness but sweet science cinema is also a thing me and jameel hemphill talk about adam carolla's 2007 the hammer this week and well, jameel's not a fan you'll have to find out why and uh otherwise uh yeah we're already doing the waffle box right now but uh yeah that's it be beautiful and where can uh people find all those links to check out all those shows oh. Thank you. Of course, you, of course, uh, it's, it's, everything's on the Bosnet dot family. We, we, you seem to neglect that detail a lot. You, you just know where to find us. The Bosnet dot family. Thank you, Mike. Wonderful. All right. Let's leave everyone on a higher note, make everyone feeling all warm and fuzzy inside with this week's feel good story of the week. This one hits a little close to home for both of us, ironically, because oh. this feel-good story comes from England, but it also involves red-headed people, which, for those who haven't watched the video version, because she's a redhead, or at least a red red beard, red beard. Um, uh, no, the beard no is still ever, on my head. No one's ever seen the top of Cushy's head. Um. So yes, we spoke. I was actually supposed to try to bring this up last week, but I totally forgot um, because obviously we were talking about the British or the European heat wave uh, on last week's episode mm. of the Box. But back in those crazy days of that heat wave, a British movie theatre chain offered free tickets to people with red hair for the two days during the heat wave. Uh, Showcase Cinemas announced on its website and social media accounts that redheads can get free tickets to the movies, any movie of their choice on the Monday and the Tuesday, as part of the chain's sun-protecting flicks or SPF promotion. Wow. I might start crying here. That is wonderful. I I love this promo. I would have a thousand percent been at like all oh, of you yeah. been there. By the way, doing a triple hours. feature is exhausting. You're still just sitting there, but it's a, it's exhausting for some reason, Mike Fish. But yeah, I'd, I'd have I'd have been there the whole day. Wow. Um, they said as quote experts say that the UK is soon to have a witness the hottest day ever, which they did. Blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. and since redheads are often more vulnerable than most of the sun's rays. We're giving them shelter from the sun inside our fully air-conditioned cinema screens. 
to catch the latest blockbusters for no cost at all. The promotion was, however, limited to one ticket per day for each red-haired person, which is fair, I guess. You oh, bring okay, friends. so... Well, you can't bring other friends, but apparently you can't go to every movie on the during the day. Also, okay, that's again, that is fair. That, that was still, me being too. That's where you just like pick uh, which. It's which still very generous. Is the longest. I'll take that one. Oh, I guess that would be the right choice, right? Hmm. I guess because I I, I did mention it last week, and I don't want to underplay it. I want to sell it. Hmm. If you if that hundred degree. Weather with no AC inside. If you don't have an AC, like my Poor parents, man. that was a brutal 48 hours. Hashtag first world problem. Yeah, I believe that shit. I got a fan running right now and it's not even half as hot as that. And I'm still just like, Ooh, I'm exhausted here, dude. So in, in both of the weeks, uh, I was in the phantom zone. Like it's very hot and there's a lot of sun, but there's also like shade from the trees and I'm going in and out of rooms and, you know, but when I was doing the gig with the NHRA the previous week in the middle, like there's no coverage for me. Like I was just there all sun. I only had a baseball hat and uh, sunscreen. SPF 100, Mike Fish, which you cannot get in Europe. Okay. I got the strongest SPF I could find. And I still got, with even with the hat on, I was expecting like maybe have a tan line right here. that's how that's how hard the sun went on me like it still gave me like a good a good texas tan to bring it back to the film we did tonight there's a fun little bit of trivia for you to end the show do you know actually what the spf factor actually means i.e spf 30 spf 50 spf 100 sun protection factor no yeah that's that's what the the spf stands for but do you know what the number oh it's uh, minutes minutes it is suggested minutes between re reapplications mm-hmm. very good I, I actually just learned that recently yeah i was i, I think i learned it like happened. a couple of years ago but i was like oh that makes sense oh no like within a couple of weeks ago is how early i learned that yeah the whole time i thought it was just like oh it's just that strong like but i should probably still put it on every hour <laughs> to be fair like, i mean unless you in that case why wouldn't everyone just put on the strongest like spf 100 because reapplying is a bitch. I hate doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I get the aerosol, and it's just. And, but when we come to the face, then you just sprain your hand and yeah. wipe that and shit all over. Do the ear massage thing to get the. Top you gotta of go ears. behind the ear. You definitely gotta go behind those ears. I don't know how many times you burnt your ears, Mike Fish, but it is not fun. And no, remember, one... kids, uh, joints always gotta put extra protection on those joints. If you just burn those, like this will hurt a lot one thing i always used to screw up on i used to always forget my tippy toes so i'd often burn my toes Mm. at the beach that was that's thankfully not been a problem i somehow burnt uh you can't see it on the thing but just like above the sock line like i somehow burnt that and it's it's very specific stripe and it doesn't hurt, but it's like the tannis thing on my body. I, I don't know what happened there. Like for a second, I was like, "Did I? Do I have a blister there? Is there a blood blister going on under there?" Oh my god! What's really annoying is that I've actually got a pretty decent tan, but I guess you I need have to get a tan better. In. I have to get better lighting because I look pretty pale with these lights on. But there you go. Your arms are definitely tanner than your face. That, that I think the ink is helping that. Yeah. But but yeah. Anyway. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. A little bit of education there, a little bit of sun talk. Uh, enjoy the casual, rest of love the you. summer. Yeah, keep it casual, keep it loose, keep it hanging. Uh, but we'll be back, of course, next week for episode 59. Any suggestions? Any 59, dude. Any suggestions? Oh, sorry, what? Is there any ideas of what have you got? What, movie you might be talking about or do you want to keep it a secret we can talk about i'll give you i'll give you two options mike fish we can talk about bullet train starring brad pitt which i'm actually on my way out the door to go see right now oh i'm i want to see that so bad it looks like a lot of fun dude i'm pretty excited about that's why that's 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 the reason for the hard out tonight um but also hulu on august 5th is dropping 
the newest Predator movie, Prey. I want to see that too, but for a different reason. Okay. Well, folks, folks, for for the audio listeners at home, Mike made a sour face. He made a fizz face for the Bay Area reference. He's like, I'm not into that one, Kush. So we'll probably be talking about Bullet Train next week. (laughs) Sexy Brad Pitt. Beautiful. So yes, check out that. We'll be back next week. Um, As once again, as a reminder, go to enjoy wafflebox.com for all of the links so you can head out to extrawaffle.com get their bonus content by becoming a member at the syrup squad also go to wafflemerch.com as well to get yourself some t-shirts and mugs and all that good stuff to support the podcast we love you very much for doing that but until next week of course take care of yourselves and each other that's all folks (laughs) 